to Chris Apocalypse episode 193. And this week, we've got a special Battle to the Bottom episode because, Ant, we've got a new leader. That's right. All hail Liz Truss, the lady who has no idea what the fuck she's doing and just seems like a terrible idea to have as a PM. Really scraping the bottom of the barrel. But I'll tell you what, at least she's got the height on, on Sunak. I saw someone saying about how um, when they're at school... She was so ordinary, he wasn't even aware he went to school with her. And that was only 10 years ago. That's right. <laughs> Liz Truss. Only she was a Lib Dem, wasn't she? Oh, so like, really? Because as we know, all Lib Dems are just... Tories fucking, in disguise. Yeah. Yeah, just Tories without a paycheck. Tories market themselves as Labour. Um, Lord knows what Labour is nowadays. Fucking... I realised uh, realize something really interesting the other day. This is this is our news segment, so we sort of like. Is it a news segment? We, like so have, we a, have a news segment. We like to have we? a little chat before we start Fucking the hell. start the reviewing the media. But I have a really interesting. Do we? I like to I like to ask you some questions. I have a really interesting question for you though, Anne. Mm. Right. So I don't think that turfs actually believe that trans women in women's sport are um, are somehow better at sport. No, I think they're, they're just... I think they're disingenuous and they're just looking to attack people. Do you know why I think they're Ant? Because um, they're right-wing nutters. Yeah, well, most of them are grifters. Yeah, and know. if you truly believed that trans women were better at sports than women and had an unfair advantage, why would you not bet your life savings every time a trans woman was in an event? Oh, you could just you could clean up. Yeah, genuine question. Like, does that not seem weird? They believe these people are inherently given... Some sort of gift in sport that makes them better than 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 cis women. Because of bones. Because of their bones. That's Which, one of the arguments. Uh, decrease in density as you go through HRT. But yeah, that's true. That is true. It's actually a fact. Never mind. Uh, but um, mm. but but they've never actually put their money where their mouth is because they don't. They only seem to find out about trans women being in women's sport after the sport event's been on. Almost like they don't care about women's sport at all, and they're just complaining about some obscure event in which a trans woman was present. Like Dart. No, Snooker, sorry. Both not really sports, but Snooker the other day. Snooker's a sport. A trans woman won in Snooker. Oh, do you get an advantage in Snooker? I think you must do, right? Yeah. Yeah, better with balls. Yeah, you can hit the ball harder, (laughs) can you? It just, it just, it came to mind the other day. I just, it was someone... You can do a bigger arch. It was one of those weird right-wing losers like Glinner. Who was who was just like sitting there going, trash women shouldn't be allowed in women's sports. And I thought to myself, he is on the cusp of bankruptcy. He's gone through a difficult divorce because his wife doesn't want to be with him anymore. But apparently, <laughs> that's, apparently that's, that's due to trans people. But that's definitely not true. It's because he's a fucking gross human being. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't try and you know gain his millions back by gambling and betting on trans women. Do you think Bolcat has some word of support for Glinner? Yeah, go and give it. Oh, he doesn't. So he's the one who's actually the trans trans monster. No, no, I want the next one. Okay, go. There we go. Yeah, Glenna, you can do it. You can get back to... Yeah. You can Just get, keep, keep doing what you're keep doing, Glenna. digging down. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you'll He thinks Australia. he's got some sort of moral victory, but I think it's because no one's telling him anymore that he's just a fucking weirdo. He doesn't tell me how to beat Beaver Bother. He's, you know, what, right... I'd like to know how to have a functioning relationship. Can you do that? Can you give me some tips on that? I know yours broke down. You got any ideas? Oh, what a cunt that man is. Anyway, um, apparently he lost his mind after he lost a testicle because he had testicular cancer and they removed one. 
So do you think he's like a daywalker vampire? He's had part of his he's transitioned partially. Right, so he had his genitals mutilated. <laughs> he had one of his testicles removed, so he considers himself blade, the daywalker. <laughs> You're a real gripe with Steve Stephen Dorff. Anyway, um, what else has happened? Oh, that Harry Potter game is coming out, and the Flash had its release date and, and removed. <laughs> that's that's still not got a release date. Oh, all, um, the, all the DC films have been yeah, fucked. like uh, Batgirl's not happening anymore. That's gone completely. Michael Keaton scenes from that apparently was quite a significant part of it, and it's, mm. and he's gone, uh, which is sad because I really like Michael Keaton. He's um, in the Flash, isn't he? He's going to be in The Flash, but I don't think The Flash is going to get released, mate. Yeah. I give Ezra Miller another month before they, like, kidnap a kid, smoke him in a crack pipe, and then slap an Icelandic woman for saying something in a bar again. Who cares? Yeah, no. Fuck it. We just shouldn't. It's all celebrities and rich people getting richer. Ezra Miller's a weirdo. Yeah, they are very weird. Um, this is Great Apocalypse episode 192. I'm going to repeat that. 93. Um, 193. You're right, Ant. Of course you're right. You're always right. You are the beacon of light and knowledge that we all aspire to be. And, and I'm going back into bottoming out. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to be drinking every weekend. I'm going to be a sloppy bitch. Are you ready for this? I'm going to invite some Have real... Have some self-respect. I'm going to invite some real gross women to the flat. Have some self-respect. They, they can have self-respect. You're going to say on a podcast. I'm going to sleep with some real gross women. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Listen to... I'm rolling them dice. Guys, by I'm getting back on Tinder. Tens of people. I'm going to get back on Tinder. I'm going to meet some beautiful ladies. I've heard this lady, Liz Truss, is out there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'll sleep my way to the top hand. Imagine if I somehow became a member of the Tory party. And like I had to speak at any event. Yeah, and like, a Tory, yeah. Yeah, like I go on stage yeah. and they're like, they're like, here he comes, the new Tory party candidate, Matt. And I come out and I'm like, I'm like, I believe trans women are women. <laughs> Just like, boom! <laughs> I believe we should probably tax the rich more than the poor. Boom! Well, let's just say that when you said that, you didn't mean that. <laughs> He was on Oxy. Because no Tories ever mean anything they no, say. No, that's true. They just lie constantly. They do fuck all. They say what they want. And Rishi Sunak is like four foot tall. And I will not, I will not accept anything I see in the Tory manifesto anymore. Because they made him look tall. They specifically made him look like a tall, normal-sized person. But he is like a mighty max. He carries an orange crate with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> no, it's that red briefcase. It expands out. Yeah. And you can stand on it. Like a little plinth. Um, all right, yeah, so uh, there was another thing I was going to talk about, but I forgot about it. Probably, that. yeah, probably is. DC's always, imploding. Basically, it's just that DC's uh, imploding. And, like, a lot of people were angry about She-Hulk, but we're not going to review She-Hulk yet because it hasn't finished, but why are they mad? Who gives a fuck? Oh, there is some news. There's some Marvel news. Is there, is there so there was a fan film called shit. Spider-Man Lotus. Have you heard about this? That was weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, so Spider-Man Lotus got was... some a... racist fucks making <laughs> no, it. No, it's, it's actually... It's gotten weirder. So Spider-Man Lotus oh, was okay. a fan-made Spider-Man movie by... Like, it was like... I ignored it. It was oh, all, like, Indiegogo funded and shit. And, like, it, like, got a little bit of campaign clout because someone... I think it was Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield tweeted about it. Yeah. Turns out everyone, the director and the main actor, super fucking racist and ableist and just awful fucking monsters in general. Yeah. Um, and like they were like, we're still going ahead with it, still going ahead with it. Two days ago, their entire VFX team quit. Sweet. <laughs> the VFX team from a Spider-Man movie <laughs> quit. Like, they're fucked. 
Um, I hope that burns. That fucking movie can burn. They're a bunch of cunts. They're awful people. Except for the people that aren't awful. Obviously, just the two people that are especially awful. Um, I bet I bet it's really edgy and Spider-Man gets bloody and he, I bet he says fuck. You reckon he says fuck? Yeah, I reckon Like he says in fuck. Titans, where uh, yeah. Robin said fuck Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's tough. That's how you know. It's sort of like when they did that Power Rangers movie with James Vanderbeek in it. And then that Power Rangers mini short film thing that Adi Shankar did. And James Vanderbeek said, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how good that fucking car crash scene is in that, that Power Rangers reboot? The 2016 one, the beginning car crash. Mm. Where it's got the spinning camera and the moving. Dylan, is it... De- Dan Montgomery? Not, yeah. Dylan Montgomery? Not, uh, what? What's the kid's name who plays the Red Ranger in that? Dacrum Montgomery. Dacrum Montgomery. That's a stupid name. Um, anyway. Can't help, he's Australian. Yeah, so it's around like this. Fucking dude! Um, anyway, alright. That's that's all the news I've got. Is it? Oh, right. That's all random to anyone doing. Why don't you just bits and pieces about stop doing a news YouTube? Yeah, you could sit there ranting about news. Oh, I'm not going to fucking... I'm not a racist and I'm not homophobic and I'm not transphobic, so what am I going to talk about? Hmm. Can't be positive on the internet nowadays. It doesn't sell. No. Sex sells. Me talking about bottoming out and getting some sort of VD is going to sell. No. That's what I'm going to talk about in these segments going no, forward. Great. I'm just going to list people's names and what I did to them and where the bodies are. <laughs> and I'm first this week, so why don't you ask me a question? Ask me a question, Anne. Why? Why what? That's the question. Why? Yeah. Because I must. And that is the question I asked. Why mm-hmm. did the characters in the new hit movie... Hit... Not really true, because I don't think it's doing very well. But it's Fool! Have you seen the trailer for Fool? That's going to be no. my first review. No, no okay. I've never heard of it. Okay. So, we're going to reintroduce a segment we had a few years ago from, from no. the movie Safe House. No. So, I described the Safe House movie as a secret ghost movie. All right. Because it turns out that Colby Smulders... Colby Smulders, sorry, was, was a ghost the whole time. Oh. Looking after the girl. Like in the others. Like in the others. Secret ghost movies. Like in Sixth Sense. Like Sixth Sense. That's the original secret ghost movie. Uh-huh. But um, in in full, two ladies uh-huh. are rock climbers. Uh-huh. One of them's dad is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Well, he, he her dad's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Ja- her dad is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, her dad's played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. His name is James in the movie, but he looks a lot like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh. He looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan had a day off. It looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan had a day off from playing someone else in another program, and they were just like, "Get him in here for a day," because he's just like in two scenes. Yeah. It's pretty good though. Um, basically, the story is that this woman loses her husband. They're rock climbing, and her husband has an accident and falls to the ground, dies. Um, a year later, she is drowning her sorrows in booze and pills. And she is about to kill herself when, lo and behold, she gets a call from the friend who was climbing at the time that she lost her husband. And she goes, hey, I'm going to go climb this big TV tower. It's the biggest or was the biggest structure in America. Do you want to come climb it with me? And mm. she goes, no, I don't do that anymore. And she's like, what would your dead husband do? And she goes, he'd climb that bloody tower. I'm going to climb the tower. Mm. So they go and they go and climb the tower. And as they're getting up the tower... Right. John Lithgow tries to pull off a heist between two planes <laughs> and fails and crashes in the mountains. And when they're in trouble, so they need a rescue team. Is that Ah <laughs> I can't think of a do- I can't think of a John Lithgow. I was gonna be like, I'm progress I can't fucking do his voice even. Can you do a John Lithgow? Oh John Lithgow. Yeah, go on do it. 
Um, shut up, you goddamn cunt. Does he say that? Yeah, he says that in Dexter. Shut up, you goddamn cunt. No, that's not... No, that sounds like Kermit. No, he can't do it, yeah. That's, nah, can't do it. Jordan um, Peterson impression. But anyway, so... Um, so <laughs> Hi there, Miss Piggy. <laughs> hey there, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe men aren't allowed to be men anymore. <laughs> that's actually not bad. I could be Jordan Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> When you when you, you don't do. tidy your room and you don't believe in facts like pronouns, I'll have your meat shake. Uh, yeah. I, I purely eat I purely eat liver now. I don't eat any vegetables or fiber. I don't need them. Um, anyway, so uh, they climb this tower and they get to the tippity top, and oh no, it's a rusty old fucking tower. The ladder breaks. Oh. And they're like, we're trapped on a tower. What are we going to do? Got full. Using their survival instincts, they attempt to get a signal out to get help. Hmm. But they're real bad at getting a signal out. How round is the tower round? It's tiny. Like, it's, they say at one point it's the size of a pizza. But yeah. in all honesty, it's like a 25-inch pizza, if that's the size of a pizza. It's quite yeah. big. Have they got a rope of some kind? They have some rope. Okay, tie it around your waist, loop it around the tower. Not a lot of rope. Yeah, loop And the ladder is 800 feet. Is it enough to loop around the tower and loop around them? Yes. Yeah, well, there you go. You put yourself around the side of the tower, loop the rope around the tower, tie it behind your back, and use it as leverage to bring Uh, yourself down. And then you slowly shimmy down. Yeah. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. Yeah, because you won't go far. That's how they climb telegraph poles and shit, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. You know what, Ant? You've just solved the entire movie. Yeah. Because one of them dies. Spoilers. And then there's a ghost. A secret ghost. I'm not going to reveal which one. But the one that dies... Telegraph pole. (laughs) Yeah. They're in a telegraph pole. No, the telegraph pole's the ghost. Oh, no, 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 no. One of the girls is a ghost. That's why it's rusty. One of the girls is a ghost throughout the film. Um, But basically, they they end up... Spoilers. One of them survives. The one that doesn't survive is... And this is this is the bit like the film got interesting at this point. And there's a scene where one of them's on the top of the tower and they're like, "My friend's dead. I'm dying." And then a vulture comes down because they've got a cut on their leg. And the vulture comes down to try and like nibble at the rotting flesh, and she grabs the vulture and rips him to pieces and drinks his blood to survive and starts That's eating sweet. bits of it. And I was like, "This is an interesting movie now." And then she uses the power of the vulture to fly. <laughs> no, that'd be amazing. <laughs> no, she uses the strength from the vulture to. To go like, okay, I've got a plan. So she she shimmies down using the short length of rope they've got to where her friend's body is. She then takes her phone and sends a message, but they're too high up for the message to actually connect. So she needs to get the phone down to the ground without smashing it. And obviously, because they're thousands of feet in the air, they can't just drop the phone. It will just shatter into a million pieces. So she takes her friend's body. Yeah. She takes her friend's body, and the friend has been cut open where she landed on the the radio tower, and she takes the phone, puts the phone in a sock, puts the sock in a shoe, and then shoves the shoe inside of her friend's body, and then pushes it off the tower. We've all been there. (laughs) You can you can stick a foot in You can stick a foot in anything. Yeah, if... Have you seen Severance? They put it in a mini-fridge. They've done enough training. They put a foot in a mini-fridge in Severance. Yeah. They have to take the sock and the shoe off first, but they put it in the fridge. Yeah, they've done enough training. Fit um, Fool is a bad movie, mate. Oh, okay. It was made for very little money. It was made for $3 million. It's going to make its money back. There might be a Fool 2, Fool Harder. Mm. It's a bad movie, though. It's really fucking boring, and I wanted it to be better. Because it's like one of those premises that's stupid enough it could be kind of fun if you just like go a bit wacky with it. 
and they 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 tipped her around the wackiness like the dead friend could have been introduced earlier and then after that point it could have been like you're hallucinating me you know you're hallucinating me but I'm still here like like in American Wealth in London where David's friend hangs around him yeah you know something like that something a bit more interesting but instead they just go oh your friend's dead she's like Oh, my friend's dead. Oh, I mean, my the friend's real, ghost. The real ghost in American Werewolf in London was the spectre of the um, dead actor and children that uh, Ivan that, um, John Landis killed on the set of The Twilight Zone. I thought it was colonialism. No, 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 it was... Uh, <laughs> no, that's the real horrors of American Werewolf. I can't remember the name of the actor. Um, so, on. basically, yeah, real fucking bad. Really bad, really boring, but it was made for very little money. And if you're into this sort of thing, I can see this being the kind of thing that like teenage people will find and they'll TikTok episodes of it. Or not episodes, you know what I mean? Clips of it. And they'll be like, she claimed to tell to survive, but her friend died. TikTokers aren't watching she, films. No, they do. They cut them up into little fucking things now. Have you not seen them? I don't watch TikTok. They, they, no, they end up on YouTube and Facebook. I ain't going to look at YouTube. It's like Facebook is a cesspool for this shit. Yeah. But it's basically like, her friend made the ultimate sacrifice, but she didn't even know it. Like that, and then like they show that pushing them. It's just dog Can shit. Can we push those kids off a tower? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm gonna give this uh, David Spade, like, because everybody's trying, and there's not many actors in it, and like, it's a premise and all this other <sighs> shit. But it's just not very interesting. You're a premise. Like, it's not really very interesting or good, or or you know, there's nothing here. There's no substance to it. It's like junk food, Anne. I'm just fucking consumed. Is it, uh, it's just empty a bit, calories. Is it a bit thin? <laughs> Yeah, a bit like the tower, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you want to review something? Yeah, review a thing. Uh, how am I supposed to... Uh, do I have four things this week? Yeah. What's finished recently? We did Better Call Saul, didn't we? Yeah, no. Strange New Worlds. We did Better Call Saul last week. Yeah, so we did. And Strange New Worlds. Anyway, I, I watched um, Jack Jackass Forever. I watched Jackass Forever. Get off your phone, yeah. I watched Jackass Forever. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, you awake? Yeah, I'm yeah. awake. I'm awake. I'm, what okay. were you waiting for me to reply with? Some sort of acknowledgement, that, you know, of my experiences. Oh, wait, no, yeah. no, wait, wait. Say it again. Say it again. Sorry. I watched Jackass Forever. Oh, and you finished it? Yeah. Even though it's forever? N- no, that's, no. <laughs> the... <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Wasn't forever. No, he wasn't. I There's one scene in Jackass Forever that I keep thinking... I wonder if he knew that was going to happen. And you know Eric Andre? There's a scene where they're, like, filming Eric Andre from, like, what looks to be um, a screening tent. And they are essentially just filming through the flaps of, like, the canvas screening tent. And Eric Andre is walking towards where they've got the car park. And it's, like, it's obviously, like, no one's told him this is going to happen. But he goes up and he asks for an iced coffee. No, they tell him to go get, if you want, so he says he's going to go get a coffee. Yeah, like an iced coffee. They had it set up. Oh, was it so? Was he aware? Because it looks like he fucking stacks it when he takes that hit. He was ready for it, he just didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. He was expecting the coffee to be laced with acid. That would have been freaking hilarious. That would have been great. Anyway, Jackass Forever, it's a bunch of middle-aged men doing stunts, and they brought some youngsters along 
who are going to be the new generation of jackasses. They people think they're not going to turn up again. We're never going to see them again. No, they're going to be different ones. Um, yeah, probably. It's just a bunch of people. They knew they could get to do a bunch of stunts because, you know, they're getting too old to keep throwing themselves off for high things. Um, a lot of dick and balls in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, quite a lot. Like, right from the very start. Just, it's just endless dick and balls. But maybe, is it funnier when they're older? That intro is great. Mm. I'll never stop praising that that kaiju movie intro, yeah. where it's just Chris Pontius's dick with a string around the head of him, yeah. and then the cum stream. Uh, he did that for real. It was real, real cum. Oh, was that real cum? Yeah. The, the, he must have eaten a lot of Wheaties. Yeah. The stream and the thickness alone. I don't know how you review a Jackass movie. It's just um, it's a bunch of guys getting hurt a lot and doing silly things. I liked when that one guy got his dad involved and he's scared of bugs, so they put him a tube in front of his head with a tarantula in it between him and Steve-O and they're trying to stop the tarantula from getting to their side. Um, he should, it would have been funny if he got up and just knifed everyone. Um, Johnny Knoxville said he wanted to be stabbed didn't he, in the original series. Yeah. He said that was one of the stunts they wouldn't let him do and he wanted another one where he got shot in the leg and they wouldn't let him do that. Because they're like, no, no, you don't realise just how much damage a bullet does to you. No mm. matter, you know, just being the thigh. No, no, it's... It'll fuck your leg up. Um, but, you know, yeah, it was just fun. It's, it's, you know, Steve-O's sober on this one, which, I mean, he wasn't in no. Jackass 2. I think in 3 he was. I think he started going sober after in Jackass 3, hadn't he? Yeah, Jackass 3 was when he was he he had sobered up entirely because I mm. think that the second one was the one where he was on coke for a lot of it. Yeah, it was messed up. Yeah. But um, I can't remember much of the third one. I, I saw the first one cinema. I've seen the first one a bunch of times. That's the one that probably... You remember most, but this one is, is a good fun diet. It's just silly stuff, and it reminded me of the old Jackass and things. You know, some of the things are a bit elaborate. They got their you know money to build silly sets and stuff, and you know more more ridiculous stunts. Um, they didn't seem to do as much like um, just out in the general public stuff as they used to back in the day. There was only really a couple, wasn't there? There was like the launching the granddad into the ceiling. Oh, that was fucking bit. funny. Um, you know, there, there wasn't much of it. I noticed Chris Pontius did almost nothing in this one, more than... Mostly he was just there to introduce segments or be a wacky guy jumping around. Like, he didn't do... Like, he had the dick stunt thing at the start and he had the bit where he squished his dick and balls in the paddle and was bouncing a um, squash ball up and down, wasn't he? He did the... Didn't he do the slide? Possibly. Um, I know the... Was it the big guy with the tattoos... Well, his name was he? We went down there, didn't he? And stacks it. Yeah, oh yeah, he fucking completely stacks it. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Knoxville gets some real height on that cannon as well in this one. Yeah, good yeah. for him. I'd do that. That'd probably be fun. Um, those things, they're just like a big old pressure pad, aren't they? That launches you forward. Yeah. Yeah. What if you get caught on the edge or something? <laughs> oh, God, what? Like, you scrape your fucking arm against the edge of the wooden fucking. Like, if, oh! you know, they put, like there's the end of the cannon. What yeah. if there's like a little tiny lip? And you just go, off comes your arm. The forms of skin, like in Gerald's game. <laughs> oh, fuck um, but yeah, you know, if if you gotta be gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. You know, that's what yeah, they that's, say. That's, that's the song. Um, I think they're dumb. <laughs> it's definitely definitely got that part done. The bit where um, freaking Dave England pogo sticks onto Aaron's balls. Um, apparently, he, like almost severed his dick. There, he had to go to hospital and have really? all sorts of shit done. Oof. Yeah, yeah, poor Aaron. Um, 
He's the MVP of Jackass over the whole... He really does just right from the start, though. Gets hurt. Yeah. Do you remember the Jackass TV series where he did the scooter down the hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just literally one of those little fucking Razor scooters, and he's going down the hill, and he just fucking stacks it, and he's doing flips as he flies around. I think that's where... He's always been the MVP of the show, and there's the whole thing... Because they used to bully him a whole load. Yeah, Dan like, Drurin. Because they used to be kind of pretty shitty to him, and they talked about that on Steve-O's podcast thing, where they sort of talk about how they were sort of unnecessarily shitty to him. Mm. The only time in this where they get sort of really shitty the is bit. when, yeah, they set him up for the whole um, honeybee thing. <laughs> He's trapped to the chair and they pour honey and they t- kept talking about honeybees mm. and there's wasps and bees coming around well, and they let a bear in. Doesn't he say like he's only ever scared of bears? Like, that's yeah. The thing he's Thunder time. Cool. But, um, to be fair, I would probably be fine with the bell, I'll be honest. They just look like big dogs to me. Yeah. And I get on with animals. So. I mean, they don't tend to bite people, really, unless you piss them off. They can do. Like, they'll bite vegans. I've seen oh, them yeah, attacking we, Leonardo we DiCaprio. Test, like, food supply. Yeah. Cause, Fish. Yeah. I saw the one that bit Leonardo DiCaprio a bunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that movie. Um, how old's that bear? Probably quite old. Too old for Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm dead now. Yeah. No. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was perfectly fine jackass stuff. I suppose I should probably watch that 3.5 thing, you know, on Netflix. I couldn't get through it. I tried. I just wasn't... I think I just wasn't in the right headspace. Because when I watched Forever, I was in the cinema and everybody was laughing. And there was, like, a good... Yeah. It was a really well, good... Well, get yourself... Um, you got sound effect for laughter tracks on your phone. Yeah. you got this sound effect. Yeah, just press that every now and again. Get yourself a, a laugh track going along with it. Just a proper sort of Friends comedy <laughs> shot in front of a studio audience laugh track. That's what you could do. What are you doing now? I'm listening to you. You're tapping away on your phone. Yeah. So insolent and rude. Churlish. 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 That word's racist somehow. Anyway, um, yeah, Jackass Forever. It's on Paramount Plus. It's one of the few films they put on Paramount Plus. What, what, what is Paramount Plus? Kind of awful. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, kind of... I've not got it. I'm never, I'm no. never going to get it. I'm sub to it, but only because Beavis and Butthead's on there. Um, and the new Beavis and Butthead show is really fucking good. It's really good Beavis and Butthead. Um, and apparently Transformers Earthspark is going to be on it, but I'm sure they'll find a way to make the UK version not have it. Or some nonsense. I know the other thing I watched. Oh, yeah? Transformers Cyberverse Season 4. Yeah, anyway. Um, Jackass Forever. Watch it. It's 90 minutes long. That's good. <laughs> Imagine if they, they should release the Zack Snyder's Jackass. Oh, yeah. And just like four just, hours no, just, of just slow-mo. Every, just the same film, but in slow-mo. Every so often, just like cropping one of the stupid scenes from fucking Zack Snyder's yeah. Justice League. Desaturate the colour from it. Four-free uh, ratio it. Force it widescreen. No, four-free ratio. Just no, like force it widescreen. The original shots, just squeeze them out. Yeah. Well, Jack, Zack Snyder made it four-free and claimed that's what an IMAX... Um, Frame. IMAX isn't that rate right frame, man. I'm fucking. IMAX is like sixteen ten or twenty two nine. It's like it's not a widescreen TV frame, but it's not for free. No, it's he he made it for free so it could be shared on Instagram. And that what's no, that what's app that he has? App? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has that shitty app of his. No, he has that one, doesn't he? That's the Zack Snyder thing, Yodel that he, or whatever, like, which is like the Jeremy Renner app or something. It is like the Jeremy Renner app. Yeah, it's clear on the Jeremy Jeremy <laughs> Renner app. He's the only one. He's Jeremy Renner. I still get the Jeremy Renner. I think no, I it's, it's no longer oh. available. Um, if um, you Google it, though, you do get. Actually, it does pop up. Like one of the first results is Chris Hemsworth workout. <laughs> oh god! I can't believe that that 
Chris Hemsworth, like, that app is fucking massive. Yeah. I didn't realise how popular that was. Yeah, people like watching Chris Hemsworth. But no, like, just as a fitness app, yeah. it's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, that thing is, is going to like take... Ring the... Fit? No, it's I not like Ring Fit. I need to get a Ring Fit. Do you want to borrow mine? Try and lose some weight. I've got a Ring Fit if you want to borrow it. I haven't got room. No, you haven't. No. I was going to give it to T because I bought a Switch. Well, yeah. Switch, I should say, sorry. Um, but no, Jackass. Eh, it's raining yeah. outside. Yeah, you can hear it on the mic. Yeah, anyway, I'm not, that's not going to come out when I do... That's not going to come out when I do noise reduction. This is the spooky episode uh, now. Yeah, this is a spooky right. dookie episode. Keep reviewing. I'm going to try and close that window before it makes oh, okay. devastate you're soaking wet. Okay, well, I uh, my second review is going to be the brand new couple of month old game, The Quarry. Oh, wow, really? Oh, that's a great... Oh, wow. I completed so The Quarry. reacting to... How you say you played the quarry, you know? Oh, fuck. Um, I so applied for a job at Superman at that company. Yeah, you did, yeah. You didn't fucking, get it, did you? Just fucking ignored me. Oh, bud. Um, anyway, so the quarry is the... It's an interactive horror movie from the people that made Until Dawn and the people that made those Dark Pictures film... Uh, not films, but Dark Pictures games. Um, I've reviewed Man of Medan and the other one that they did. Supermassive games? Supermassive games. I reviewed Man of Medan and I did the other one that they did as well. There's three of them now. Yeah, I've got the third one. There's Little Hope, Man of Medan, and. um, That's it. Little Hope and Man of Medan were shit. Oh, fuck. Someone's got Rock Lord. Fuck yeah. Hated them both, so I I did not enjoy those. But um, but The Quarry is really fucking good. It's a really fun game. There isn't a lot of game here. It's a very short experience. You can complete it in roughly about. I'd say you can probably complete it in about four hours, all in all. Um, I took my time a That's little bit with it. shorter than Until Dawn, really, isn't it? Yeah, Until Dawn's quite but Then again, long. Until Dawn had a ton of Sony budget behind it, didn't yeah. it? That sort of game's super expensive. The other thing, though, with Until Dawn is I didn't really get the feeling that I wanted to immediately play through it again. Whereas with The Quarry, because it's a shorter length, I do want to go through it again. I want to try some different choices. Because unlike Until Dawn, where people sort of died in scripted moments, like if you failed some of the quick time events, then then it would be revealed that it was all like a fuck-up or a prank or whatever because of Rami Malek. Yeah. In this, like, people do just fucking get shanked. It's very quick. It's very gritty in the way that people die. Um, it's almost the same plot. You, just, you let people die? Oh, yeah, like, four people died in the last 15 minutes. I fucked it, mate. No, I kept everyone alive in Until Dawn until the last scene. And I kept everyone alive. accidentally killed Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to keep everyone alive until... I messed up in... a QT at the end of the game. Oh, the one where you're running out the house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucked yeah. it, right at the very end. Um, with this, so Didn't you remember... save the cheerleader. You remember in Until Dawn you had that mechanic where you keep the controller still for it to... Yeah. Um, so it, that was kind of like your breathing thing. Yeah. In this you hold down X and you have these two bars either side of the screen that go down at the same time. Hmm. And you have like a... a a radar on the outside yeah. and there's like a red patch basically and that's where the monster is moving around you but you just see the face of the character you're playing as and then as soon as the red disappears from the outside and you've just got the breathing meters you're meant to release it and then you're meant to just fucking leg it um, and it's really cool like the whole game is really really interesting really cool the performances are fucking great I, I think I said this to you during the week um, when I was when, when I was playing it Ted Raimi in this is so fucking good as like the weird offbeat sheriff who's also sort of like the determined we've got to end this thing character. Do you think he did a shemp for anyone else over the course of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely did a shemp for David Arquette. Yeah. Uh, no, it's um, it's a really strong game. Because that'd be a good reference just to have the back of Ted Raimi's head. <laughs> <laughs> like, As David with a wig Arquette. on. Like, um, 
But yeah, really, really fucking solid game. Really, really fun. I, I can't say too much about spoiling sections of it. I think most people know now that it's like, it is, well, it, well it's, it's supernatural. It's monsters. <gasps> there is like a whole infection thing in it. So you can, characters can be infected. Some characters can survive without being infected. And the way it's used is really intelligent. Like, there's a particular scene where they find out that if you get infected by someone who, who has been infected, then you heal. Like, regardless of what injuries you've had up until that point, your body starts healing because yeah. of that supernatural element. Yeah. And there's one character who gets stabbed and, like, fucking proper, like, shanked in the side so the knife is able to support its own weight whilst it sits there. Nice. And uh, and you, you can either pull it out or leave it in. And I was like, well, I know from most survival programs you're meant to leave that shit in because if you pull it out, you're only going to, like, bleed out. So just leave it in there. And, uh, and then you eventually do have to pull it out to defend yourself. And, like, the next scene, you're literally like, oh, I'm bleeding out. And they're like, they're like, well, you've got two choices. We can continue on with the adventure, or I could bite and infect you, and that'll heal your wounds. And you can you can actually pick if you just want to go like, yeah, I'm gonna have a final What's stand. What's the downside to being infected? Downside to being infected is you change. Like you have a time limit, and depending on how strong, like certain people change quicker than others. They don't really come up with like a scientific reason for it in the game, but obviously it's like you know it's a changing thing. But some people change really quickly, and some people change, change faster. To what? Into wait, should I just spoil that a little bit? Is it Wendigos again? No, no, no. It's oh. werewolves. Oh. But it's like, it's... Wait, so they just become werewolves? Well, it's old school werewolves. Yeah, but they change back and forth or... It's sort of. Yeah, I'd fucking not be a werewolf. Yeah, so why not? the way it works in this is that um, you basically... When you're, put your, don't put your favourite clothes when, on at night. When you're initially infected, until the infection takes over properly, you don't transform. Even on a full moon, you only transform once it completely takes you over. So you get a few hours to like sort of like go and kill whoever bit you. You can kill it by shooting with a silver bullet, traditional wealth rules. Um, but the transformations are fucking great. It's um, it's a mixture of old ideas mixed with new. So the werewolves basically are like really tall, powerful and strong and like with like extended limbs, humans with like a jaw that has no cheeks instead of just like it's fully open and just jagged teeth. And instead of it being like, a, I'm changing, what happens is that, like, you feel this immense pressure build up in your body. One of the characters actually gets to ex- explain the situation. You know, this massive pressure build up in your body, and then suddenly the wealth just explodes out of you in a blood cloud. Sweet. Your body just goes, and you're a wealth. What's that? And you're killing everyone. Didn't one show do that recently? One of the shows did it so the skin came off, and then they were hairy underneath. That, um, what was that horror show? Creep show. No, a little while ago. Carl was called. One set in New Orleans. Oh, um... Can't fly from here what it's called. But they didn't have werewolves in that. Oh, the one that was on fucking Netflix? Yeah. Hemlock Grove? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe not that. They had werewolves and they were skin type. So the skin came off. It was off all like New hairy. Orleans types and there was voodoo stuff going on in it and shit, I think. I can't remember. American Horror Story? No, I don't know. Some no. show. Anyway, um, but no, it's really cool, really interesting, really fun game. Um, loads of different shit to change. So yeah. it is like, it is it is probably the closest we're going to get to like this make your own movie style film because you can literally, everyone can don't be I don't know about you, but I had the movies on PC and that's pretty make your own movie. Did you play the movies? Are you done? Did you play Yeah, the I movies? did. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a terrible game. It was made by the people that made The Sims. That was Yeah, it was. It was Maxis. Um, no, it was a... No, it was Maxis. It was EA and Maxis. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was... Activision. Someone, I don't know, whatever. Fucking... Make movies. Anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna give the quarry a, a Cape Blanchette. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Uh, you can pick it up right now relatively cheap. So it's gone down to 30 quid on PS5. And I played it on PS5 and it looks fantastic. Um, 
it's odd how good facial capturing stuff is getting. Can on games look bad anymore? Unless on Switch. All right, calm down. Games look great on the Switch. Have you seen the new Pokemon game? No, I haven't. It, it generally looks kind of pretty awful graphically. But oh, I can't wait. Not to be harsh. I'm still going to play it. But they keep saying, oh no, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Pokemon games. It's why, you know, the resolution's so low and the textures are so poor. Like, Xenoblade Chronicles does all right. You know? Big open environment, monsters roaming around and stuff. Same. No, what are you on about? I the give quarry. it a Blanchett. I think it's great. Oh. What I would expect from a quarry is um, the BBC shooting a sci-fi series in it. Or Power Rangers. They do a lot of Power Rangers in quarries. Because, you know, what, does anyone, what are quarries even for nowadays? Uh, shale mining. Yeah. But they always seem to just shoot sci-fi movies. And well, that's in America. Well, we did this here as well. Really? You remember the Texan... You remember Superman 2? Oh, Milton Keynes. Yeah, no, Superman 4's in Milton Keynes. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh... There's a Texas town in Superman 2. Um, like, there's a bit in Texas. Wasn't it a junkyard? You remember when Zod goes and takes over that small town? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was shot in a quarry in Surrey? Suffolk? Somewhere really? around here? It was somewhere around here. Yeah, shot in a quarry. They had did that forced perspective thing to make it look bigger than it really was. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, fuck you then. Right, I watched um, Transformers Cyberverse Series 4. What the fuck is that? It's season four Transformers Cyberverse. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, this was released on YouTube like a year ago, but only in the US. They didn't make it available in the UK. But now it is at some point, and no one's, I don't think anyone's really sure when it happened. Because hmm. um, it's supposed to be on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it was funded with... I'm sure, sure it was a thing with Netflix and Hasbro do, we're supposed to do together. Yeah. Um, but it's not really a series. It's like... It was originally released as four 22-minute episodes, but... It's like two stories. Mm. Um, now it's you can just watch them as the two individual stories, like 45-minute story things. Um, yeah, the first one's like uh, the Watson Decepticons are about to sign a peace treaty that was built up in the end of the last series, and the whole planet gets frozen in time, and a bunch of renegade Transformers Decepticons <laughs> are there to steal a shitload of stuff from the planet, you know, steal whatever they want, and, you know... Where are your Transbot 360s? Well, they're over there somewhere. The ones I bought you? They're on the table over there. Don't fart. I didn't fart. Anyway, a bunch of renegade Transformers stealing loads of stuff. Not Transbot Just as RC and Grimlock get back to the planet. Yeah. Because they've been off, like, doing whatever they feel like. They've been stealing stuff as well, but it's okay because they're going on adventures. Do Transformers have free will or is it programming? They're free will? Of course they're free will. They're sentient beings. Jesus Christ. Are they? Yeah. How do you know? Extremely sentient. In what way? Anyway, but um, yeah, so that, that episode involves like a bunch of Dinobots turning up on the planet as well, and turns out they've been sort of worshipping Grimlock for years, because centuries and centuries and centuries ago, they found an old transmission of Grimlock when he lived with dinosaurs, and they based their life around that, their entire species based themselves around the teachings of these Grimlock videos, um, and they end up becoming a combiner team. Oh, cool. Which I don't give a name to, but um, normally Grimlock's, the Dinobot combiner team is called Volcanicus, but they don't give it a name. Does Volcanicus have any particular adventures you recommend people watch? I mean, no, it's, it's a fairly new thing. It, was, it just came from Combiner Wars because they had to sell Dinobots that combine, so they just made up a <laughs> combiner. Although when I was a little kid, I used to draw Dinobot combiner myself because I imagined that they would combine because I thought that would be cool. Hmm. Um, but this one, it's quite neat because they they're not very good at combining at first. I don't think there are any combiners in Cyber Transformers Cyberverse at all. 
I think this is the first thing they've done with it. Um, but they have to learn how to walk and stuff, and Grimlock makes an assault course around a city that they can jump and train on. And then they uh, they fight the rogue bad guy's rogue boss, who is Triptychon. And Triptychon's um, depicted very strangely in this. Triptychon's normally Strangely-how. giant Godzilla-looking robot thing that turns into a city um, and just roars a lot and smashes things and, you know, gets angry at stuff. In this, he's like a manager for the evil squad and he's like one of those sort of exploitative managers. Oh, right. He's depicted as yeah, like... Yeah, coming on Saturday. Yeah. He's a bit of a dick and they, um, they end up fighting and freezing him and unfreezing the rest of the Autobots and Decepticons so they can sign the peace treaty. Um, and the second episode is a really cool one where, like, okay, so there's this character in Transformers called Tarn who was made up for the IDW comics and there's never been a toy of him. Like, not a transforming toy. There's been, like, you know those third-party companies that make their own ones or, like, licensed by Hasbro, stuff like those, sort of, you know, reaction figures and that sort of thing, Super 7 and all that. Yeah. Um, they've done Tarn. Um, but there's never been an actual like Hasbro Transformers toy line Tarn. Um, but Tarn is the main villain of this. Oh, cool. Um, he comes from an ultimate dimension. It's Tarn's time to shine. Comes from an ultimate dimension, ultimate dimension where Megatron made these perfect Decepticons. And they ended up going into war. Like, just decimating everything. And they come to the this reality. And Tarn's leading them in an attempt to take over and become... And to conquer another dimension, basically, because he conquered his. Um, and he's a different depiction of Tom, but he's still pretty evil. He walks around with one arm for most of the episode because he's just tough and nasty and stuff. And cool. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. Um, he's an amputee. But it's all about the whole team getting together, Autobots and Decepticons working as a team because Tarn's like, hey, Decepticons, you could like join me and we could rule this planet. And Decepticons like, yeah, we kind of had a peace treaty, so in effect we were... Ruling the planet. Why did so, you get a little bit beaten <laughs> there for a second? We can't have a peace treaty. <laughs> nah, they just don't give a shit. They're, it's like, because the message of the story is is that they're not going to be swayed by another tyrant like Megatron. No. So instead, no they're scrub. just going to accept that, you know, maybe we could not be shooting each other all the time. And they'll team up and they defeat Tarn. And I think it would be really funny if the first ever Tarn toy was released in the Cyberverse toy line for little kids. Would I it, think that would, would be funny. Still? Yeah, I'd get it. I'd fucking love it. Because um, in the comics, Tarn leads the Decepticon Justice Division, who's a gang of Decepticons who are like super religious nut jobs. Who, if any Decepticon steps out of line, they like torture them to death. Um, think if like Hellraisers, if the Hellraiser was like you know, not necessarily out for pleasure, just treated decimating people as a task they must pull off. Because, you know, someone stepped out of line. That's basically what they are. Like one of them has, um, one of the Decepticon Justice League has like a giant meat gr- uh, metal grinding turbine thing in his chest. What is that functionally for? For putting other Transformers into and grinding them to pieces slowly. Does he consume them? No, no, just grinds them to pieces. So it's a pointless thing? Yeah. Did just, he do it to himself? It's not, po- yeah, yeah, they all chose to. So it's to like a piercing? So, it's not yeah. like a, it's but not his like whole purpose, he has to have. His whole purpose is to grind Transformers to death. But that's not his purpose, because he's given himself that purpose. Uh, I guess. Yeah, free exactly. Will, free will, here we go. Yeah. Here's you defending free he will. He was like, what's a cool way I could fuck up some Transformers? How can I make I friends know what? and decimate people? Yeah, and they're all kind of messed up like that. They're just they're just evil. Um, Tarn's the most evil of them all. What makes him the most evil of them all? Because um, he's a dick. 
and he rules them. He's a leader. You so. know what, right? That's pretty even. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty even. But, um, nah, good, decent cartoon finale. Has a nice happy ending bit where Optimus is like, you know what? We've got peace here now, and I've been fighting so long, I'm going to fuck off out of here and just chill out for a bit. going to have a holiday, and that's where it ends. There's going to be no more Cyberverse. The where do new... Transformers go to on holiday? Um, I don't know, probably Velocitron. That's pretty cool. What's Velocitron? Is that a dinosaur planet? No, it's a planet built around racing. They like they do races a lot. That's where Blur's from, and Elite One, and Chromia. I was about to make a joke about Fast and Furious. Mostly one. women live I gonna, on. I was going to make a joke about Fast and Furious one from 2001. Oh, right, yeah. And Race Wars. Yeah. Race Wars, all right. Which is basically the whole premise of Transformers oh, anyway. No. Two races of class. Transformers. Class. Oh, class, class Wars. Warfare. Okay. Um, Often tied to race. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just a nice finale Cyberverse. And it's being replaced this year by um, Transformers Earthspark, which is being written by Nick Roche, who I should have gone and said hi to and met at TF Nation, but I didn't. Should have gone and say hi. Oh, yeah, and went to TF Nation, the um, eminent furry transformation convention in the UK. Um, he loves a good TF. We forgot to mention last episode. I reviewed it last episode. How many transformations did Ant see at TF Nation? How many transformations, Ant? Be honest. What's your problem, Glenna? <laughs> this sort of... One sec, let me do the voice. This... No, wait. Um, this sort of... I can't do the Jordan Pearson voice anymore. Oh, you've lost it, have you? Yeah. Oh. Hi there. Uh, hi, hi, hi there, Miss... No, I can't fucking do it. It's done. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's... The racism's exited my body. Oh, well. What are you going to do now? Well, now I'm going to review a new movie. Oh, a movie. Yes, I watched a movie. I'm trying to work out which one I want to review next. Just review one of them, because you'll only regret that you didn't review it. You reviewed Nope last time. Remember? Hmm. So you can't review Nope. No, I can't. Nope. And I reviewed Orphan First Kill last time. Where's the, um, the the Asylum films knockoff of Nope? Oh, it's just called Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, so I'm going to review... Nah. I'm going to review the brand new Netflix movie starring one Sylvester Stallone, um, Samaritan. It's not on Netflix. I said Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Yeah, I said Amazon. You said Netflix. The new... Stop trying to gaslight me, you fuck. You said Netflix. I didn't, I said Amazon. Play the tape. You said Netflix. Fuck it, we'll do it like... Shut up. So I watched Samaritan... Which is a film, I guess, the ending for within five minutes of watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's all right. Like, uh, it's a superhero film without any superheroics, really. It is It is quite um, down to earth in terms of its story and its plotting and such. Um, anyway, Samaritan is the story of... Um, a little boy who is searching for his hero, who is a superhero that exists in his universe called Samaritan, who fought his brother, who was also born with superpowers, called Nemesis. Now, Nemesis caused a city-wide blackout in the hopes that he could overpower the network and cause it to explode and hurt a lot of people in the city, but was stopped by Samaritan. Um, During the scuffle, Nemesis died. Cut to... What's the name of his character in Demolition Man? I was going to say Corbin Dallas, but that's uh, Fifth Element. That's Bruce Willis. Didn't he have a name like John Samaritan or something like that? Yeah, he did. He I did. Remember. Or do they call him Samaritans? I don't know. In the future, Spartan. John, John Spartan. Spartan. That's yeah. it. Uh, um, so anyway, so uh, 
So basically, uh, yeah, Samaritan, Samaritan, and, and Nemesis are both said to have died in the in the explosion, but in reality, one of them survived. <gasps> Cut to many years later, and a little boy is living in a poor area in in the US and is basically struggling to get by. A lot of people are. There's a lot of poverty in the area. His mum is working very hard to make sure that they have it's just a roof cost over living their head. crisis. If he if he stopped working at home and went to work in the office, he could save thirty seven p a year on kettle usage. Okay, so he's just got to pull up his bootstraps. So I'm doing government propaganda now. It's all right. No, don't worry. We're going to get paid eventually for this. Um, so, 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 uh, so the little boy sees, he witnesses Sylvester Stallone doing some superheroics when he is being chased by local gangsters who were attempting to use the little boy as like a, as like a lookout to make sure the police didn't didn't come around when they were doing their illegal shit. And uh, and the little boy runs off, gets gets chased by these bullies who are also like low level gangsters. And Sylvester Sloan ends up defending him, oh. and sort of reveals that yeah, he's super strong. So yeah, he's more than likely going to be Samaritan. Is this, um, does he have his Botox face in this one? It kind of yeah. He's Botox his face up a lot. He's, I was watching a video last yeah, night. He's he's not looking great, but he's you know what? He embraces the old age thing. He's not wearing like form fitting workout t shirts. He's wearing like big old hoodies and jackets and stuff. And um and yeah, basically he um he explains that he he doesn't like people. He likes to fix things. He works as a garbage man. He's just like keeping to himself. And this kid finds out he's Samaritan, and like he basically starts bonding with the kid. Um, and then because local gangsters in the area look up to Nemesis, they've stolen this weapon that he made. It's like a hammer that um imbues the 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 holder of the hammer with like. Semi superpowers, they just become very, very strong, it seems. Well, they have actual superpowers in this. Yeah, yeah. Like Sylvester Stone's no, like I thought this was more like a vigilante scenario. No, no, no. Sylvester Stone's really, really strong. Have and... you seen the Cobra action figure they've done? What? It's $290. Fuck off. Um, so, yeah, Sylvester Stone is really, really strong, not on invulnerable, and anything that does like seriously hurt him, he heals from fairly quickly. Yeah. But in his healing, he needs to cool his body down, so like, he eats ice cream to cool his body down. He's like That's like a cute little thing that he does. Um, because if his body overheats too much, if there's too much damage in his that's body... That's why I eat ice cream. Uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you just say, that's why I eat ice cream? That's why I eat ice cream. Hands <laughs> <laughs> overheating. He's yeah. repairing. Um, it's like it's fine. It's a super easygoing, low-level, semi-superhero action movie directed by the guy who did Overlord, and like a lot oh, of the yeah. a lot of the stuff in there is really cool. Like, there's nice little set pieces. Like, there's these grenades the villains have that are like um, they're like weird sci-fi style evaporation grenades. So it, they, in a small area, if there's like organic material, it seems that they really fuck that up. Or electrical mm. devices specifically, they fuck those up as well, mm. and they're using these to I like. I understand the science behind that. Yeah, just like an EMP grenade mixed in with like. Well, an, if you um, if something grenade. exploded at the resonance frequency of the human body. Oh yeah, yeah. You could distort it, but then you wouldn't really have any way of controlling the, controlling the spread. So it wouldn't be a great weapon because, like, if it's in a grenade form, it'd only be a certain distance. It would lose the resonance frequency would be lost. Yeah, after but a few distances, was- the waves went off. Yeah, I guess. But the problem is, like, it can penetrate stuff that you wouldn't expect it to, so there'd be no real system for protection. Yeah, but it, that's the point of resonance frequency. It wouldn't it wouldn't damage certain things. It would be specific. That's how resonance frequency works. Yeah, no, but, like, if you were a distance from it, even though, like, you're a massive distance from it, like, what you would consider a safe distance, what I'm saying is that because it can travel, it travels by air, 
Yeah, but it'll... So it could, like, fuck up hearing from miles away. No, it would spread out and it wouldn't affect anything It would just much. dissipate that yeah, much. dissipate, yeah. It would go from being... you have to be within the com- point where the wavelength is the right frequency. Yeah, no, but it would go... Once from- it gets further away, it's not the right frequency. But it would still affect other things within that spectrum. Not much. <laughs> not much. My ears are bleeding! Yeah. That's fine. Do you ever hear about the Janet Jackson song that used to kill laptops? <laughs> no. So Microsoft, when they were developing one of their um, early laptops... <laughs> The, one of the laptops in the early 2000s, yeah. um, they kept finding this hardware failure and they couldn't figure out what it was. And then eventually they narrowed it down to this one, the bass line in a Janet Jackson song where the resonance frequency was matching the solder on the chipset and it was causing the solder to desolder itself and break apart. The thing is, they only figured that out when it started breaking laptops that were next to it, like without that weren't playing the music. <laughs> so it was like good enough that it would destroy laptops nearby and break them and stop them working so they had to patch Janet Jackson's song to not to not mess with the laptops Jesus. so they patched a song there's a thing in the laptops apparently that if the song plays it'll it'll affect it just enough to stop it from breaking the solder in the laptops that's insane <laughs> that's fucking insane alright um, but yeah Samaritan like it's a nice simple story um, for anyone who has watched any superhero movie, you'll guess the, the 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 twist ending five minutes in. It's it's so obvious, but at the same time, like it's kind of nice that they've done that because it does. We're traditionally seeing one character one way and another character another way, so when they do that, it does at least change what the expectation is of this sort of thing. But yeah, it turns out it's actually Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it's just Rocky. Yeah. It's just Rocky's like, oh, Adrian died, my toes died, I got smart, now I'm Samaritan. Not even that robot will come back to me. <laughs> yeah, Barley died, he was abusive to his sister and potentially He's abusive her. to his robot. Yeah, he's abusive to his <laughs> robot in the end, grabbing his hand and slapping it around. That's why I just did a robot out of Rocky Four. <laughs> Have you watched that edit yet? Uh, it's actually not bad. Oh. I've got it, because on iTunes you get it for free if you own all the Rocky films oh. in 4K. Yeah. So I got it for free. Um more Carl Weathers. Should have been more Carl Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers in Rocky Free is one of the greatest characters in sports. It's Rocky Four. Rocky Free, he trains him to beat Clubber Lang. Yeah, Rocky Four is the talking? one I'm on about. Rocky Four is Rocky the one. Rocky Four is a completely different movie. Yeah, Rocky Four is the Weathers one. Carl Weathers is barely in it, he dies. Yeah, Rocky Four is the one, the, the robot. Oh, That's what God. I was on about. No, Rocky. F- yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's Rocky Four. No, wait, is it Rocky Free? No. Rocky Four is the one with Ivan Drago. That's the one he's redone. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that it was the third one, which makes sense. Rocky, Rocky Free is the rematch between Rocky and no, it's Carl Weathers. Yeah, it is. Carl Weathers dies in Rocky Four. Yeah, no. Rocky Rocky Two is the rematch between Carl Weathers and Rocky. Rocky Three is Clubber Lang, played by Mr. T, who Rocky fights. It's also the film he fights Hulk Hogan. The whole point of Rocky Three is that Rocky has become soft. Rocky Two's the Rocky Two's the rematch. Rocky won, Carl Weathers versus Rocky, Rocky loses. Carl, uh, Carl not Weathers... in the order I watch them. Then you watch them the wrong fucking order. I bet you're going to tell me now that you watch Rocky V. Rocky is good. Rocky V is the worst fucking movie to ever be created. It's almost... Look, okay, I'll okay. admit it's the worst movie ever to be called Rocky V. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Acceptable. How many other Rocky Fives are there? At least seven. Yeah. No, it's not the real. That's, you know, that's not the real song for Rocky. The real song is in Rocky Four when he's running in the running in the in the Russian snow, and it goes, 
Hearts on fire, strong desire, where's my fryer? And then... Terrifier. The one who chases the chickens. No, that's Rocky 1. Oh. And Creed. What's the one where um the criminals bust up the supermarket and he goes in and shoots them all? That's Cobra. Oh. It's not Rocky? No. No. It's Rover. When are we going to get our Tango and Cash... Never, sequel never oh, they're both so old <laughs> Raymond Tango and Gabriel Cash going to get their day in the sunlight I, I love the fact that Rambo Tango, is a pussy Tango and Cash was was created it was specifically written so that Sylvester Stallone would play the action hero and Kurt Russell would play the intelligent stockbroker and then Sylvester Stallone got the script first and went oh, I really like this character the stockbroker yeah they swapped He's not a stockbroker, he's a detective. He's a detective and a stockbroker. He's like a millionaire. Yeah, he's like a posh. He's like a hotshot super detective, isn't he? Yeah. The sort of one who would well, have Kurt a Russell TV show. He's also a hotshot super detective. Nah, he's. Who, who is a master he's, of disguise? No, he's he's a reckless he's lone He's a master wolf of disguise. Who, I don't know if you remember when Terry Hatcher is like going, like, I'm leaving the club, and then Kurt Russell. Terry Hatcher with, and the giant egg. Terry Hatcher and the giant egg. The one with the, the, <laughs> well, the egg. Yeah. yeah. Do you not? Do you not remember the scene? Kurt Russell puts. I on watched a dress. Tango with Cash a lot. Yeah, so have I. So have I've I. got it on video somewhere. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely believed you wouldn't get electrocuted if you put a bell on a bell line. <laughs> oh, I love to be young and impressionable. <laughs> good, it's good film. Tango and Cash in the flesh. <laughs> All right, Curly. It's classic. It's so good. All right. Anyway, your review. Oh, you done review. Wasn't that your review? That was just That's your review. Was it my review? Did you finish it? Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's just fine. It's a Matthew Modine. Like, yeah. there are some bits in it that are really good. The main villain's actually really well played, but, like, overall it is just like... Matthew, Matthew Modine he used to be a hot fob, now he's a bit of a weirdo. He's not a bit of a weirdo. He's a bit weird in everything he's in, Is though. he? Yeah. yeah, he's always a bit weird in things. It's because he doesn't really age properly. Have you mm. noticed that? He looks kind of like the same, but with grey hair. It looks like um, when Star Trek would try to make someone look old and they'd put old person oh, makeup he looks on. Oh, like, it looks like Melty Face Odo. You know when you'd put... Um, you know that thing they do where they put that really thin layer of latex and then they make it wet and stretch it so it makes wrinkles? Yeah. It's that, that yeah. effect. Yeah, that yeah. effect. That effect, guys. And then they put a big... He's got the hair. What's going on with that hair? I have no idea. It's fucking great looking, yeah. though. That hair on a younger person would be perfect. Yeah. But on him, he's Not very... vanilla ice. <gasps> How dare you? How dare you talk about Mr. Ice hyphen vanilla. <laughs> you had to get hyphenated when they got married. Um, but yeah, Samaria's fine. It's just fine, mate. It's just fine. It's not the best thing I've seen this week. That's coming up. It's just fine. Your review, Ant. Best thing you saw this week was... Um, Shut up. Don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it, because I'm going to talk about something very cool. Bear taking a shit. I've seen that. Yeah. All right, go on. Do your fucking review. Uh, right, I played a bit of Hot Wheels Unleashed because um, it came in a Humble Bundle that I forgot to cancel. Um, so I've got a Humble Bundle. i got a code for the Ascent I don't need. Someone can have a code for the Ascent. I'll have that. It's a for PC. Steam. PC, yeah. You've got it on Xbox, haven't you? Yeah, but I'm getting my Steam Deck and you can play uh, on the Steam Deck. Yeah, you can have the Steam code, whatever. Thank you. Um, yeah, Hot Wheels Unleashed. It's a pretty casual arcade racing game themed around Hot Wheels, unsurprisingly. You know, the die-cast cars. Hot Wheels, the die-cast cars, first came into production in the 1960s. You've got to do that when you do these videos now. Yeah, yeah, go and do it then. you got to talk about the history of the Hot Wheels cars. You know, oh, licensed cars and then wacky designs. 
And they soon branched out to Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anyway, they're still doing that now. Um, I do want one Hot Wheels car. Can someone get me it? I want the um, Spider-Man one, the Japanese Spider-Man. Um, what was his vehicle called? I can't remember what it's called. It's something seven. Um, Spider-Machine, I think it was cool. I want that one. That's the only Hot Wheels car I want. Um, and maybe maybe the one that looks like a shark. Or the one that looks like a toilet. Do you remember the toilet one? That was pretty good. Anyway, so this racing game, you race on Hot Wheels tracks, or at least sort of really wide versions of Hot Wheels tracks, because if this was like real Hot Wheels tracks, you wouldn't be able to overtake anyone because they're like one car wide, aren't they? Not one car wide, the director of... Trucking <laughs> Express. Yeah, um, they're, they're more than one car wide, yeah. 2042. So, yeah, so they're wide. Um, it's very it's very basic. Like All there is to it is drifting to get boost and then boost. Um, there's parts where like the track goes up vertical and it gets magnetised like Mario Kart it does a little buzzy thing but it doesn't really happen that often in the races really oh. um, Some more so in some races than others um, sometimes you'll have boost bits sometimes you'll have ones that recharge your um, turbo a lot which you don't really need that much because you're freaking drifting quite a bit um, the only, I feel like I could do could have done with Mario Kart style weapons and stuff a little bit um, but it is very fast moving, and also it's very very easy to fall off the tracks. Like if you if you go off at a slight angle on a jump, you're missing the track, the other side. You're going to fall out of it, and you can't just get back onto it. It's very rare there's a way of getting back onto the track. So you have to hit Y, and it will restart you from where you went off the track, and that's just a bit of a problem. Um, although I did manage to win a race after falling off the track like four times earlier, I managed to get back to first place by the last corner. Yeah, so did all right. Um, I kind of like the way the tracks are set up as well because they're just like imagine if you know Trackmania do you remember that yeah imagine if you were making like pretty simple Trackmania tracks in like a themed location so each stage is like a skate park or like a pool hall or a kid's bedroom or something and the tracks are built around that location so whenever you go back to a track that's in that location for another race it won't necessarily be the same track It'll just be another trip around that room in a different way. Um, some of them are circuit races, some of them point to point. The point to point races are pretty long and pretty cool, and they take you usually around the whole thing. Um, but it looks, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat way of doing it. Kind of reminds me a bit of making tra- of the tracks on Micro Machines um, a little. Um, they should bring back Micro Machines, like, but good because the last one was kind of here. Um, but yeah, it's neat. Um, this this but other modes where you have to sort of set a lap time you have to keep racing until you can beat a certain lap time which um, I messed up like four times in a row on the first one because I kept falling off on the last jump kept just flying off the track and not landing if I'd landed it I would have thrashed the lap time straight away um, and yeah it does have a lot of DLC for it because they're you know there's like a Looney Tunes pack and a DC Comics themed pack you can get and stuff and they've got their own sections on the map Um for the single player mode, but the single player's map seems pretty big. I mean, I've done quite a few races and I'm only like not even 10% through it yet. Um, and you unlock cars randomly. You know, that's normal. You can't, as far as I'm aware, you can't buy loot boxes straight up. You can't even buy the money form, as far as I can tell. You can just buy more cars. Um, but if you get a car twice, because you can get a car twice, you can dismantle it for parts to give you credit towards them, I guess. Or upgrades, if you want to upgrade a car. Although, if you buy the game now, you get given this mobile supercar, and it's got 
practically full stats, so I guess I don't need any other ones ever again. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to race the turtle van because it's got worse stats. Um, but no, solid stuff. You can make your own tracks in it. That's quite what's nice. The, uh, what's the Spider-Man car that you're after? The um, uh, Spider Machine GP7, it's called. It's the friggin', is that the one? That's not it. No, it's the Jet Cycle. No, that's a Micro Machines. Jesus, you're looking at Oh, wait, one. which one is it? You Hot after? Wheels. Hot Wheels. Yeah, fucking, I'm talking about a Hot Wheels game here. Sorry. God. Um, but now it's got multiplayer and stuff. I quite like the way the um, the single player mode map looks like. You remember that old, that old Matt car map thing that people love? The old retro one that looks like a city. And it's got roads on it. Looks like that. What are you looking at now? I'm looking at this car for you. Yeah, well, if you can pay attention. I was going to get you a present. Try, I'm and almost you're being done. A prick and about it. I was trying to talk. Well, you're trying to talk about the thing that I'm trying to buy you. Talking to oh, a that's awesome. brick wall. He's not talking to a brick wall. I'm listening to Spider Mobile. He doesn't need one of them. Why would Spider Man have a car? Because of walls. Anyway, um, it's all right. It looks nice. There's a lot of reflections on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it really is pushing the screen space base reflections and ambient occlusion maps and stuff like that. Ooh. Um, could have done with maybe making the tracks a bit more Hot Wheelsy by having, like, you know, special things. That's the one. That's the Spider Machine GP7. Oh, my God, mate. It's £7.50. It's a good car. I can't find them in the shops. Can you not? They're oh, available I- around now, but... Yeah, like it's seven pound fifty. It's yeah. like an entertainer shop. But they um, it could do with more like you know, like the Hot Wheels sets have those big set piece things. Yeah, you get some of them every now and again. Like one of the tracks I did, you start off inside the mouth of a T Rex. Oh, that's and cool. And you fly out the mouth when you drive off. Um, and there's one where there's a spider and it's spitting spider webs on the floor. And if you you have to dodge them because if you hit them, you slow down. Um, more of that stuff, I think, would have been pretty cool. But I mean, you can make your own tracks, so if you want, you can chuck a whole bunch of that stuff in. But also, I think it's weird that the boosts is just a piece on the floor and not like, you know, those big wheel things. Yeah. That should be the turbo boost. Like, there should be a chicane and you get funneled through it and poof. And where's the crossroads? Mate, this car is expensive everywhere. Yeah. Uh, £7.50 is probably going to be the best. Do you want me to get it for you? I can't afford it. Well, if yeah. I get it for you, you can just, you can eventually give me £7.50. <sighs> Fucking give you a Returns accepted. Uh, anyway. Oh, it's going to arrive on my birthday. I'm going to keep it for me. Anyway, Hot Wheels Unleashed. It's all right. It's in the Humble Bundle last month, so you missed out. Ha! You're going to have to travel back in time. Or buy it for full price. Is it worth it for full price? Probably not. It's pretty budgety. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it feels. It does feel like a sort of budgety game a bit. And they have filled it with DLC to buy. But it's not. It's, it's something like 24 quid for the season pass thing. It's a lot of cars, but... How I much mean, do Hot Wheels usually cost? Am I getting ripped off here? Probably, yeah. I think they're about four quid, aren't they, for a Hot Wheels car? Well, it's four quid, but then it's £3.50 postage. Yeah. No, anyway. To be fair, the only other place I can get it is fucking America. Yeah. I'm from America. Yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's your next it. review? I've ordered it. You've ordered, what, what, a Spider Machine GP7? Yeah. It was the last one. I had to take the chance. Couldn't miss out. No, of course not. And if if like if you decide that you're never going to give me the money, I just get to keep it, and it's pretty awesome. So I'll just murder you. <laughs> I'll just stab you right in your lower intestines. Yeah, those are mortal weapons you ordered turned up because I can't be killed by any mortal weapons. Oh, like like 
what's his name? Imhotep. They got chopsticks. Chopsticks. Yeah, they got like Japanese writing on them. That's probably mystical, right? That's probably mystical. Yeah. All right. uh, My last review, and is it your last review? It's my last review. I've been very excited. What have you reviewed today? Quarry. Quarry. Samaritan. Samaritan, uh, The fool or fool. Oh yeah. There you go. Last review time. All right. So I saw the new Idris Elba lion punching movie, The Beast. Not um, what's that other one he's in? With Tilda Swinton. Come on, three thousand years the, of longing. Yeah, with George. Yeah. Is that not the one about a lion? No, it's not about a lion. No, apparently, it's not great. Uh, this was spoilers. This was a lot of fucking fun. Firstly, um, it is. It seems to all be shot on location, so it's actually shot in like in Africa in these beautiful like fucking reserves. Just these fantastic areas they shoot in. It looks beautiful. You're saying they shot this lion film in Africa. Yeah, they seem to have. More so than The Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> Live action. 100%. Movie. Yeah. So, um, so this is story. So Idris Elba is a divorcee, sexy, sexy, who is on a trip to, South, to, um, to Africa, not South Africa, to Africa with his children in honour of his dead wife, who sadly passed away from cancer. Um, Idris Elba blames himself for his wife passing away and him not noticing or not being able to help, even though he's a doctor. And his daughters blame him for abandoning the family around the time that the mum was ill, even though they had agreed to a separation before she had become ill. So they're dealing with this complex family dynamic and the trip is being sort of emceed or... or did, he, did he start having an affair no, with a child? He, he was still in love with... With still, someone else no, still while his, his wife, wife was ill with cancer he's still very, very, and he was Prime Minister. No, 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 no. Okay. It's not a Boris Johnson movie. Okay. He was still very much in love with his wife, and he does explain this during the film. Um, but anyway, so they are they are on this trip. Sadly, their trip coincides with an attempt by a bunch of poachers to kill a pride of lions and steal the bodies for fur and and to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these these poachers aren't very good. They leave one of the male lions alive. Oh, shit. And this Don't lion is real fucked up. Lion's are vengeful. He's super vengeful. Yeah. He's not only vengeful, he is really good at stealth Leos. killing people. Oh, Leo's. They They're very Leos. angry. He is so good at stealth killing people, it's like that one scene from The Lost World. He just fucking annihilates so many people in this. And the intro is very dark, it's very difficult to see, and that is the only bad thing I can say about this movie, is that intro isn't well lit. But it does set the scene great for for this vengeful Lion versus Idris Elba movie, and holy fuck, did I have a lot of fun! It is as soon as as soon as they get out on the safari and they they go to visit this village that Chateau, oh, Chateau Copley is their is their guide. Wow. He plays the game reserve guy who is basically he tells them he's just there to protect the lions and he monsters the lions, and he is responsible for raising some of the cubs that have been abandoned by the tribes or their families been killed. Um, uh, but then we find out towards the end of the movie, he's actually an anti-poacher and he's been killing off a lot of these poachers. And you're like, I like Chateau Copley in this film. Um, but basically... You're allowed um, to. Pardon? You're allowed to kill poachers. Yeah, yeah. Fair game. I'm pretty sure in some African countries... like Fair game. It is. Fair game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm pretty sure it actually is legal. If you catch someone poaching, you're allowed to... Oh, mate, I'm you're allowed to hunt move, them. I might move over there and just yeah. hunt poachers. I'd fucking love to do that as yeah. a job. Um I can take a human life as a You hang around till Donald Trump's kids turn up. Oh, mate. Donald Trump's kids turn up trying to shoot an elephant, and I can get all three of them with one bullet. I'd just put a rake on the floor with a knife attached to it. They'll oh, walk, in, they'll walk into dead. it sooner or later. 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, so, Chateau Copley's taking them around, 
taking him around, and he goes, "We're going to visit this small village, and there are all these people that live just in the in the wild, and they have this incredible like." They take them to this village, and they have this incredible system where, like, you know, like in Prey, where they've got the they've got the the bear hide the bear hide where they get inside the thing, and it's basically sticks that are curved over, and it creates like a tunnel for them to hide in. You know, in the stream. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That they, was a dam, wasn't it? Was it a dam? I think she climbed inside a dam when the bear's chasing her. Yeah. Yeah, she climbed inside a beaver dam. I thought it was like an actual structure because it doesn't look like a beaver dam. Beaver dams look like structures. They're no, dams. beaver dams don't look like they're that. Just a the whole beavers bunch don't of go sticks. inside of them. They yeah. shit and they build up mud and stuff. It's it, like they're solid structures. They don't have hidey holes in them. It was a predator dam. It was to stop predators. <laughs> they just get close to it and shrug. They're like, the not not the predator because they didn't know oh, that was around. Right, I see, I see. People like Jimmy Sa- yeah. Jimmy Savile. Oh right, yeah. They yeah. hear the wibble wobble of the fucking metal ball. Because Jimmy Savile can't <laughs> smell kids <laughs> if they travel across water. I see, I see. And that yeah. gets in the way. Um, you can smell fear. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, so um, they go to this incredible village, and it's the huts are connected by these these tunnels that are like sticks, like stapled into the ground, then like curved up and over, mm-hmm. so they can travel if there are predators out there. They can travel between the huts, and they can look after each other. The lion, vengeful lion, has gone there and just decimated fucking everyone. Like literally ripped them to pieces. Women, children. Like there is one guy left that they see on the outside of town, and he's been fucking gashed down his neck. He's yeah. fucked up. And uh, and that's where Shato comes. He's like, I'm going to take my rifle, and I'm going to go and take take the lion, leave him alive, so he could tell people what yep. they saw. Yes, yeah. they actually do. It's yeah. fucking incredible. So basically, yeah. the lion dumps him in the middle of this like this um, this small like bank. There's like a like a water, but there's no like river or anything like that. It's just like a pond, basically, like a like a small. Oh, not body a bar, of No, it's like a small body of water, and he's on a tree in the middle of it. And uh, and the lion is standing there, and Chateau Copley's on the radio. He's like, he's like, he's fucking staring at me, mate. And like, Idris was like, what do you mean he's staring? Lions don't do that. And he goes, he goes, I know they don't do that. He's fucking staring at me, mate. And he's like, okay, we're gonna come get you. And he goes, like, he's like, no, don't. You're a fucking idiot. This is a lion. More on being a fucking idiot later because it's got a great ending. So anyway, so they're they're basically trying to survive in Africa in the jungle. Chateau Copley eventually gets back to the Minister's help with like sews him up and stuff, but he's like fucked. He's bleeding out. He's like he's just struggling. Then the poachers find them, and the poachers are Why like, "Why tell us the whole story? What are you doing? Because I need to get to the ending. You don't need um, to get to the ending. I'm not going to spoil the ending. Just I'm not going to tell, tell you who wins. What the lion represents. Basically, they get to the end of the film, and you think the lion has been been blown up. Oh. I'm going to tell you how. And it turns out, then they look at the photo and they're like, this doesn't match the size of the team. Oh my God, the lion's mum! <laughs> this is the baby lion. No, Here's no, the no. big lion. No, no, no. A 30 no. foot lion jumps out of the water. burnt lion oh. then fist fights Idris Elba. <laughs> Sweet. I'm not kidding. There is there is a part in this film where Idris Elba takes a knife and he goes, I've had enough of these motherfucking lions. <laughs> he doesn't specifically say that. Sorry, it's bad. He doesn't specifically say that. He just takes a knife and he goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and you girls stay here, stay safe. I'm gonna go take care of this lion. And then he fist fights a fucking lion. Yeah. And he gets wrecked. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, maybe this is one of those films where like, they're like, hey, maybe he's got a chance. He gets fucking wrecked. It's great. And it is, the beast is amazing. It's getting a Tom Atkins. 10 out of 10. Go see this movie. It's so stupidly fun. And it, it is, it's really well made. Like, the CGI is wonky as fuck. Like, there are a couple of good CGI lions. Bad CGI is just Elba. Yeah. The CGI is... The lions are real. There's a couple... (laughs) 
There's a CJ screen. He's stroking two dudes on a stage in London. Um, it's honestly, it's a lot of fun. It feels like it feels like the eighties. Like if like people were to start making films from the eighties again, you know, like if it wasn't CGI, it'd be a puppet line. Well, they will in sixty years. It's so fucking good. It's so stupidly good. <laughs> what do you mean if they start making films from the eighties? Yeah, no, that's all we films... get in films now is stuff. No, from no, the no 80s. if they like genuinely start making like that canon style films yeah. where they're like. I'm going on holiday. I'm going on holiday to Africa for, for two months. Bruce Willis has been making pretty much. But yeah, like Gollum is just like, he's like, he's like I'm going to Africa for two months. We're going to film 12 pictures. We're going to do Lion Fighter 1, 2, 5 and 7. Bring back Godfrey Ho, man. Get some ninja films made. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so fucking fun. It's really good. Like, interestingly enough, Chateau Coplay has like, his character throughout, like you constantly get the feeling like he is like, I'm sorry, like, to this line. Even when, like, the line is trying to kill him, he's like, I'm so sorry, because I know what they fucking did to you. And you do see it, and, like, they do just fucking wreck shop on this poor family of lines. And, like, you're like, I kind of sympathise with the line. Even at the end, where Idris Abel's like, I'm going to fistify this line, you're like, oh, come on, guys, just get on. Be friends. But, yeah, real good film. A lot of fun. It's called The Beast. Yeah, The Beast. Uh, There's Beast starring... Oh, is it just Beast? Yeah, there's a film called Beast, but Idris Elba's name wasn't up on the top credits there. Some, I think they've just put him as... Who's that? Liabuya Gongo. Cut off. Is, is it in, like, appearance order? Maybe. Because, yeah, I think those guys are the poachers. And oh, then, yeah, there you go, Idris Elba. So it might just be called Beast. But I went to go see it, went to go see it Saturday. Um, went to the... Well, I believe it's probably going to be one of the only showings because like, these films disappear after a week now. Horror films don't really get to stick around. And it is like it is a horror film because there is... Like, um, as much as I've talked about the fact that like there's all this poetry action and all this other stuff, Idris Elba plays a doctor and surprisingly enough, they have some like um, surgery style scenes where he's like sewing people up and doing his best to help people. And it's really cool to see that in a film. You, like When I was speaking about The Fool earlier... Like every move they make, they're like, they're like, we do this survival stuff for our, like, we're crazy, we know how, and like, you're just like, none of the moves you're making are realistic. None of what you're doing is, is intelligent. What are you talking about? Whereas with this, he's like, he's like, all right, you've got a wound there. And they're talking about like gauges of fucking, gauges of different, um, different, um, what's it called? Um, sutures. Yeah. So different gauges of sutures and different types for different wounds and shit like that. And it's like such a brief conversation, but it's so in-depth and like the decision made, he's just you like... Just a, crouch down behind a wall and your <laughs> health will recover. But yeah, The Beast. It's it's a Tom Atkins just because everything else has been so bland and disinteresting, but this was just such a such a highlight when everything's been so bland. I mean, other than The Quarry, like there's not been a lot of films that have no... The reason I reviewed The Fool is because it's literally just out. The reason I reviewed Samaritan is because at least Sylvester Stallone... You just it. review what you remember. No, like, I, I, there's the been next. nothing else that's really... I watched the first episode from Rick and Morty, from the new series of Rick and Morty today, that's fine. You know, like, it's all just... That's the problem, it's just like... It's like mush. It's like it's like flavourless mush. Mmm, salties. Yeah. Mm. Could really go for some salties you right really now. Could really go for some salties right now. Yeah. Oh, oh I should have... Re- my sauce. I should have reviewed oh, that bonus episode that. of um, Smiling Friends. Yeah, do that. Did you know? But, um... It was great, because they go on holiday to Brazil, forget to book a hotel, spend the entire time in the airport... For half a day and then decide to fly back because it's not worth trying to find a hotel during Mardi Gras. <laughs> that's is that really episode. it? That's the whole episode. Oh, just them awesome. in the in the airport arguing about who should have booked the hotel. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I should review. Last thing is Tinamanita t- Teenage Mutant Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection. Oh, that sounds lovely. Which I played a bit of. Who who bought you that? Uh, I don't know. Some cunt. Yeah. 
Some some cunt did it. Why was it you? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah it was a boy present, didn't I? Oh. Yeah, yeah, boy present, didn't I? Oh. Boy, little present. Oh. You always got room for cake. Do you know what I had earlier? What? I had a p- Christmas pud. You had a Christmas pud? Yeah, there's Cadbury's Christmas puds. Yeah, no, Christmas, Christmas, Cadbury's Christmas room, Christmas Cadbury's Christmas puds. Cadbury's Christmas puds. Right? Yeah. I was in the shop and I saw them. Listen, and I was like, "There's always room for a Christmas." Did you? Did you? Did you? Because I had, I had some sweets already. Ah, oh. but I was like, "There's always room for Christmas for for." Pud. Did the person serving? Did they? Did they? Did they go? Did they say? Did they say? You want to take some cake? No, I served myself. You, you served so yourself. They didn't go. They didn't go. Anyway, you want to take some cake? And when I was packing it into my bag, there wasn't much room in my bag. Yeah, but there was always room for Christmas food. Oh, you wouldn't ever have some of that, uh, some of that cold chicken. Oh yeah, because I look like a fucking. Turd. I did have some cold chicken. <laughs> I had chicken for the ferrets. Oh fucking hell, yeah, you but, did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't mention anything about custard though. Didn't it? No, no custard. No custard. No. Mm. Anyway, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The, the Cowabunga Collection is a collection of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. What yep. a surprise! Um, Thirteen retro Terminator games. Bit more comprehensive than usual collections Timonita, like this nowadays. Because you know, you know, you get some of these. You know, the, the, like the nearest similarity to this would be like the Saturday afternoon collection. Remember they did that Disney one they did, where it was just like um, the NES games, wasn't it? It had like Tailspin and uh, Ducktales oh, yeah, and Darkwing Duck game, all that stuff. Yeah, decent collection. Um, but that was like it, wasn't it? It wasn't much in there. And then there was that other one they did, which was Aladdin and Lion King. Which was kind of a bit missing all the obvious ones it should have had, because didn't it only have like the Mega Drive version of Aladdin, but it had the SNES and Mega Drive versions of Lion King, but then they added Jungle Book to it later, and then added the other games that were missing. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but this is like proper comprehensive because you get like you get the arcade version of Titles in Time, you get the SNES version, you get Hyperstone Heist on the Mega Drive, which is, I mean, it's basically Turtles in Time with a different. Made unique for the Mega Drive, isn't it? Um, three versions of Turtles Tournament Fighters. I say three versions because you can change these all into Japanese as well. So six versions. Oh, that's cool. Really. Um, all the Game Boy games. First thing I did was play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan, which, um, if I open this drawer directly next to me where I'm playing my games, um, if you want to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan, I've just got my Game Boy here and I have the cartridge. And for some reason, that's the first game I picked on the. <laughs> There's something about playing Game Boy games on the Switch that's really decent. Yeah. Let's face it, they haven't given us Game Boy games on there very often, but when you do get a Game Boy game in the collection yeah. like this, like Collection of Man The Castlevania one and the oh, um, so good. Contra one's got a couple on there. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's done this one. It's not M2. No, um, it's not. It's the, it's um, it's uh, what's it called? Um, is it P Cube? No, no P Cube's like that shitty publisher. Digital, that digital whatever it is, digital something. Digital Clips. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's there. Um, done all right job. The emulation seems perfectly fine to yeah. me. Um, they have got. I've noticed when you put it in full screen where the scaling's off. Um, especially you really notice it if you put like the you know the grid pattern one they've got for the Game Boy. Oh yeah. Because now since M2 did it on their collections, you've got to have a grid line pattern mm. for Game Boy games. The grid lines scale right when it's an original resolution it looks fine but if you blow it to full screen you can see where they've ex- expanded every like fourth or so pixel yeah to make it fit the full screen because it's not an equal I would rather just have a nearest neighbour upscale or what you should do just slightly soften the edges of each pixel to extend them slightly so they are slightly rectangular because that's the shape the pixels were on your CRTs I really like they weren't square yeah I'm going to colour it in with crayons 
Um, but no, it's it's all right. There's, I wouldn't play it in full screen, and if you're a psychopath, you can play it in wide screen. <laughs> but, uh, fuck you if you do. I'll, I just get rid of the. Top. I will. I will beat you with a sock. I just get rid of the top and bottom bars. I can't stand it when it's like centralized and there's like a barrier around the top and the bottom. Yeah. So I just make it like. I do think they should sometimes put a five X upscaling because a lot of those games don't use the top and bottom of the screen much at all. Mm. Um, so you could do a five X upscale with fit. Um, Mars system games you can you can upscale a Mars system game five times, fit perfect resolution for a 1080p TV because the Mars system never used the top and bottom of the screen. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's got some NES games on there, Mega Drive games. The Mega Drive version of Turtles Tournament Fighters is like so different from the SNES version. I always thought it was just like slightly different. I've not played any of them yet. So uh, the way that I did this was I played the NES one. Mm. Um, oh, the original game was still... I've, I've, but I maintain that's a fun game. People moan about that game. Well, the NES one? Yeah, I love I the, like NES the NES game. One. Which and I also I've, own. I've been <laughs> playing that, and I've done like the first few levels of that, mm. but you get to a certain point where you start getting those... Um, the Not the fire people, the ones after that, the bird people things, the frog people. Mm. You start getting those, and then like it ramps up pretty quickly. Mm. It's a decent game. I played through it once. <laughs> Christian, um, he played well. Christian played it. Yeah, um, I played a bit of the Manhattan Project as well. And that was quite fun. Played a load of the. So right now I'm playing through the arcade game, mm. um, but I made the mistake of playing. Sp- uh, sp- I started playing Spade. Uh, whatever it, the Slay the Spire. Yeah, and now I'm addicted. Yeah, Slay the Spire is great. It's fucking addictive. Yeah. Um, um, so I've not been playing much of Tales in Time. I do like the um, extra options they've got in there as well oh, to modify the game. Is amazing. Then you need to map the controls on this because yeah, only there. the SNES ones are right. Hmm. All the others are terrible. Um, why would you put A and B, B and A for the NES on I Y and B? I don't fucking know. So ridiculous. And the Mega Drive ones X Y X Y B, which is insanity. Over the top or under the bottom? Yeah. Like X Y do X Y um, A or X B A. Like that Mega Drive, okay. Um, even my, I had a Mega Drive pad years ago that was a looked like a SNES pad. Even that got the buttons in the right place. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the little extra bonus options you can have, like choosing what level you start off, eliminating the slowdown, the sprite flicker if you want. Um, there's one for the NES Turtles Tournament Fighters because there's a, there's a boss in Turtles Tournament Fighters which has loads of sprites flying off him because he's like a fire creature or something. Okay. Um, and there's a option in this that lets you play two players with both of them against each other, which you couldn't do in the original game. Mm. Um, but there's you know, there's all sorts of little things like that just to give you a bonus. Um, I don't. Know, it's, it's a bit weird being able to put like a scanline filters or CRT filters on the Game Boy games, and also kind of weird putting dot matrix filters on the arcade games. I guess it's an option. Yeah. You could have, sure. Um, and all the bonus stuff's pretty cool. All the, you know, you can see the materials for the making of the game, the instruction manuals. Um, there's like a strategy guide that's been made for it. Like a whole pre, a proper Prima strategy guide that you can read through. What, for the, for the collection? Yeah. Oh, covers really? every game in the collection. That's weird. And it's only a couple of pages for each one, but it, it's presented like a 90s Prima strategy guide. I think I've got that Nez book that has the guide in it it's got um screenshots from all the turtles cartoons as well like all the way up to rise of the teenage ninja turtles mm. um and they're split by series so it's not just like a couple of screenshots it's i've like, seen that as well you can look yeah. for each series the the um what's it called the um ah, the turtle lair or whatever it is yeah yeah there's um you can listen to the music and stuff like that. Yeah. just lots of bonus stuff it's nice to see um but yeah pretty pretty good collection um bit more flashily presented than like the Castlevania and Contra ones that Economy put out because this is Economy as well isn't it is it Economy yeah. yeah Economy like as shitty as they are whichever department's in charge of their retro stuff seems to be handling that really well yeah I'm just yeah. I'm still pissed that we're never going to get that Simpsons game on Switch 
Might one day. Might one day, yeah. Just this licensing stuff in it. That's why it disappeared from the Xbox 360, wasn't it? But yeah, um, it's good stuff. Tells the Cowabunga collection. Um, get someone to buy it for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's the next game I'm buying? I don't know. I need to play um, more triangle strategy. Oh, yeah. When I do. can find four hours to get one battle in, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. It features regional releases, button mapping, and unique trove of development art and media. And you can save and rewind at any time. Whoa. Radical. <laughs> Whoa. Radical. Radical to the max. One thing you notice when you look at it, the games, a lot of them, is um, how many of the Japanese games have art that, to me, would be appropriate Turtles art for the time, looking like the cartoon and stuff. Mm. But the American box art is like really overly painterly, like, extremely angry, not mutated-looking turtles. Yeah. With super angry... You see them on the front cover where they got way too much teeth going on. Are they different-looking... You know the Japanese arcade version? You know the character select screen? They're real fucked up in the, in the arcade game. They've got, like, noses that point downwards. What? Have you not noticed this? No. When you pick a character... You're looking at Toko and Razor. No, I picked Leonardo and his face, like, it's meant to be that he's looking down. Yeah. But it just looks like he's got a fucking droopy... No, they used to draw him with the nose would go on over the lip. Oh, really? Yeah, the nose, the top lip would go over the bottom lip. Ah, okay. So, that's their grimace that they would have. Um, I don't think any of the covers show it like that. Because the cartoon gave him a more traditional smile. Yeah. But the the proper proper way of drawing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is... Um, it goes Eastman and Laird way. Is yeah. meant to be a, like a beak? Yeah. Good, good time. Heroes in a half shell. It's not a half shell, it's a full shell. I don't know why they would say a half shell. I mean, what are they saying? A full shell is all the way around. What turtles have a shell that goes all the way around? That's a full turtle shell. You know? Yeah. Where's my coupon? For free pizza from Domino's. I don't know. Were you meant to get one? Apparently, the one the American the American version has that. I think it's only in like the special edition they did. But um, I, I would like a coupon for a free pizza, Domino's. If you you could send me one, if you like, it's fine by me. I'll shill. I'll sell out. <laughs> I'll sell out. I'll get it done. Yeah. And I guess that's the end of the podcast. But first, we have a word from our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, are we getting on board? No, I wish. Oh, I'm come on. Out. I want to sell Should I just try to send him a shout? Should I be like, guys? Nord VPN. I'll take a Nord Manscaped. sponsorship. Manscaped. Yeah, I'll take a Nord sponsorship. That's fine. Have you ever wondered about what it would be like to think about your favourite YouTuber's sweaty balls? Well, this episode's sponsored by Manscaped. What about Dr. Squanch? Dr. Squanch. You don't say Squanch. You can't just say squanch. Like. It's Dr. Squanch, it's the soap. Hmm? They're the soap people. Really? It's a new thing like for oh. gross people. It's special the soap. squanch is a Rick and Morty thing. I don't fucking know. Do you remember the Birdman planet? They say squanch, don't they? I don't know. And there's that gag about how the mum keeps using the word wrong. I don't fucking know. You that. watch Rick and Morty. I did, yeah, I did. You were saying it's your favourite show. No, I And that you're, in, you're so intelligent. I don't understand how people aren't more into community than Rick and Morty. Community is a by far funnier show. Um, and also, why have they taken the D&D episode of, even though 
Chang isn't in blackface. He's a dark elf. It's a dark elf face. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's been the episode. Episode 193. We reviewed some stuff. We reviewed some things. We uh, we had had a good time. Um, you know, we learned some things about each other. I bought a car. No, you didn't. Well, that was a Hot Wheels. No, oh, okay. A car. Yeah. Um, I bought a Steam Deck for myself for my birthday. Did I tell you that? When when does that coming? October. Ah, it's only next month. Ah, soon. As soon as I've got that Steam Deck, uh, I'm going to review some games on PC. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. PC games. <laughs> How quaint. <laughs> I've probably got a million codes for some... Oh, dude, if you do, shoot my way. Yeah, because I keep forgetting to cancel the... Yeah. To pause the Humble Choice bundle each month. I literally... I think I wanted it this month, though, for Hot Wheels and something else that's on there, but... I, I looked at it the other day because Humble Bundle were doing the for £25. Oh, don't, don't start to Humble Choice. You end up with so many games. No, but they were doing... It wasn't a Humble Choice thing. It was like a Humble Bundle and it was £25 for all the Resident Evil games except for Village. Yeah. And I'm kind of sick of Village because I played through that like four or five times in a row. Uh, but I'd love to have a handheld playable version of Resident Evil 2. That'd be fucking great. Be real happy with that. You can get Resident Evil 2 on Switch. No, you can't. Didn't they, do the, didn't no. they release the... Um, no. The original one? No, they didn't. Didn't they? No, not oh. three, not two, not quite not oh. Veronica. I've got Resident Evil Three. I've have you on PC? No, on PS One. Oh right. You're talking yeah. about that one. Yeah. The OG. Yeah. A good game. Anyway. Um, people hate the remake, but I actually really liked fucking, it. I kinda like the fact that you can complete no, it in two it's hours. People who didn't actually play the original. Yeah. Um I, I do the original like the f- was the arcadey take on Resident Evil. It was Yeah. It was much faster moving. Like, there are some mistakes made in the remake, and it isn't quite as robust as Resident Evil 2, but, like, they had very little time to do it. Well, yeah. Because they're only working on it. They have to churn it out. I <laughs> can't believe how quickly they did Resident Evil 2 originally. Like, They've got to do well. Resident Evil 2 Turbo Resident Evil Fighting 2, Edition. The original Resident Evil 2 was, was created in, like, eight months or something stupid like that. Yeah. Because they, they kept cancelling. They yeah. cancelled it, like, twice. But then Resident Evil 4 took, what, 12 months? No, Resident Evil 4's, like, that development went for ages. Yeah, but it got cancelled multiple times. Like, they made, yeah. like, a ton of games for it, because they had Devil May Cry. Um, There's going to be a ghost thing. Yeah, Rose, uh, that that got turned into um, Rule of Rose, or whatever it was. The... It wasn't Rule of Rose, it wasn't Capcom. No, it was it was the same design team. Mm. So, basically, the idea just got shifted over to another team. Anyway. All right, bye, everyone. Have a great time. Uh, Boris Johnson is no longer Prime Minister, so now Liz Truss fucks kids. Nice. Well, I mean, she does like in uh, in like the sense that it's she's... okay when it's when it's <laughs> yeah, it's okay when it's women. Yeah, yeah, people don't get as upset if women uh, are pedophiles. Yeah, for some reason. No, Liz Truss is um, you know that when a child has eaten a load of chocolate and they got chocolate all over the face, mm. and you go to them, did you eat all the chocolate? And the child goes, no, and goes, why have you got chocolate all over your face? And the child goes, Aah. that's Liz Truss. That How is. How drunk do you think Nadine Doris is going to get before she goes on TV again? Oh, actually, shit face ninety percent of the time. Yeah. yeah, you know someone's told Boris that he's gonna go. We'll just let you run for prime minister again in a few months. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. He'll be that, back in. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll blow over and he'll yeah. be allowed back. Nobody will remember yeah. this next week. Yeah. All right, bye everyone. As uh, the country engulfs itself in flame and disappointment, I want you to remember that we genuinely care about. The oceans are full of shit and you oh, can't just go and leave the country. Yeah, you can't even swim in our oceans. But we care about all 12 people that listen to this podcast. 
We love and we we respect you. Bye. Unless you're a racist Fucking bu- bu- or a paedophile or bu- you know a homophobe or a transphobe. I mean, if you're any of those things, you'd probably just go fuck off, right? Yeah. Then go our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All two of them. Oh, well, at least they got to the end of the thing. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. No one listens to this part. Yeah. We should put it at the beginning. Bye. Bye. <laughs>